Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It's great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions is what makes America's number one sportsbook. That's right, FanDuel. Easy to use, safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast, sometimes as quick as two hours. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. Against the Lodge, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you Monday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? There's just too much. There's too much. I mean, it would be enough that it's the Monday after Selection Sunday and we have to go over all these games and permutations and and who's going to make the Sweet 16 and who's going to make the Final Four and who's going to win the whole thing. We're going to go over all that. But then there's football, too, and Tom Brady coming back and all these Cowboys trades, Parlay Kid. There's a lot. But first, I do want to direct people to extrapoints.com slash arcade. $1,000 to the winner. $1,000 to the winner. You fill out your bracket. Whoever comes in first gets 1000 bucks. As far as the staff goes here, Brother Bry, Harry, Parlay Kid, beware, because whoever comes in last, staff-wise, has to select from the cap of consequences. And they're all negative consequences, Harry, as mm. you know. It's mm-hmm. not good. And Harry, well, I saw your final four. I don't know if you're thinking of tanking or what, what you're... Uh, we'll get to it, but I don't know what you're... Your strategy is here. <laughs> well, My I mean, just, just remember, just remember, I finished 40 games over 500 in the NFL. Oh beat everybody boy, here we go. Handily, and did hit three. You know, we'll talk about that in a little bit, about the conference championship. This past you know weekend. what? Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't talk about it. Uh, the other contest we have, the Cinderella contest. Mm. So if you are a student at a 12 seed, 13 seed, 14 seed, 15 seed in the men's tournament, if you're a student at one of those schools, we want to give you tuition money based on your team's performance. Do it. Uh, reach out to Babyface Joel Solomon or at Extra Points Pod. Do that, and we'll hook you up. We'll get you on. We'll talk to you, and hopefully, get you some money. The prop quiz winner was not part. Was not Brother Bry. Once again, does not win the golden hat. Vitas Marajoshis, six out of ten. He gets the gold cap. I don't know, but talk about tanking, <laughs> Bry. You tanking? At this point, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm playing for the first pick for That's next it. year. Boy, for <laughs> next yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll talk college basketball in a second. Tom Brady's back. That didn't take long. <laughs> I was wrong. I thought he'd sit out the season. Other people thought he'd go to San Francisco. He is going back to Tampa Bay. I kind of like it that he can't do the James Harden thing where you go wherever you want. We're not at that stage yet with NFL players, Bruce Arians, as much as we like to laugh at him. Put his foot down. It's like, no, no, no. We're not letting him go anywhere. He's coming back. He's coming back to Tampa. And so it seems odds went from 20 to 1 to 10 to 1. Now plus 750 on FanDuel, Parlay kid. Very strange to have him back, but not as easy a run for our Cowboys uh, now that he's back, right? Well, I think that's what it is. I think Brady looked at this NFC and was like, yeah, man, I, I could, we could just show up and we're going to, we're going to make a run here. Uh, I think that influenced him probably uh, about six weeks with the wife and kids probably realized too. Uh, 
I can't be. Isn't I that can't weird? Do this. It's the same six weeks as he's always <laughs> I, had, I, though, right? I he always he, has those six weeks. I guess. Listen, I'm not. This does not surprise me. I'm I, as a Cowboys fan. I yeah. it, it stinks, but otherwise, I think this is great. Great for football. Great for Brady. No reason mm-hmm. to hate on this guy. Let him play right, as Darren. long as he wants to play. Let him You're play. Right, for, let him play forever. Let's like. <laughs> yeah, nothing, that would be something. There's nothing. I, I love it. People, people get upset about this. What is there to get upset about, Harry? Am I right? Like, no. what is there to not like about the guy? Is it just Darren, a jealousy so, thing? He, what What is there not to like about thing. the guy? It's a jealousy thing because look, uh, again, look, the Bucks are going to have to. They do have a lot of free agents that they're now going to have to sign. Fournette. Some people play people on defense. Um, made Godwin uh, their franchise player. Um, so they got to they got to do some signing here, but still, his tweet was great in terms of the way he, he he at the very end when he puts LFG, that was great. Meaning, like if you're a Bucks fan, let's do it. We're making the one again. We're gonna go <laughs> explain it, it Harry. Rock. Explain what it means, LFG. <laughs> why, why that? But we, we need to we need to be enlightened here. No, I'll I, let you uh, do it. Listen. Uh, it is bad. It is better for the league. It is a little ridiculous. I don't know how many times he's going to retire. It is interesting though, that Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, because it's such winnable divisions, they have a better luxury than like even Matt Stafford does with the Rams. He's going to have to fight it out to win that West. And you know, who knows where Deshaun Watson ends up. If it's the Panthers or the saints, it's a different story, brother Bry, but I don't know where you, um, I don't know. So now, now they're tied with the Packers to win the NFC. So I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure where that puts us. But are you betting the bucks at this point, plus seven fifty or anywhere in there? Uh, I don't know. I I, f- I feel like there's still too many question marks with the team in terms of who who they bring back. I mean, I guess the question is, does Brady know they're going to bring certain guys on or sign certain guys? Where there's certain guys that said, look, if you if you stay with the bucks, we'll come there. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious. He must have. He already got his center. Jensen signed for three yeah, years, right? I, yeah. I mean, I, it's scared. I, I mean. I like it from a betting side because, like, why would Brady come back if he didn't think he would be mm-hmm. at least a top three team in the NFC? But the way they yeah. f- the way they finished that season, though, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I, I still – there's a few teams I would still prefer over them, I, I think. I mean, I, I just didn't like the way they, they ended yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Giselle's got to leave them. That's all <laughs> I know. I don't know that their Fandle doesn't have odds on that. Um, right, right. By the way, I brought it up with uh, Damashek last week. What does FanDuel do with these futures bets once mm. we're erased from the planet after nuclear war? Do you do you get paid? <laughs> do they pay? I really there should be some kind of stipulation, <clears throat> small print, whatever. I know you don't want to bum people out, but we need to know where our, our futures money is going. <laughs> the inevitable <laughs> takes place. But uh, back to Brady. Yeah, um, he had an easiest decision, and now Giselle does too. I mean, really, he basically left three minutes into the honeymoon. It's like, I can't take you. And the kids, that's it. I got to get away. And uh, that's it. Brady is a buccaneer. It's fun. Uh, our Cowboys parlay kid parted ways with Amari Cooper. There was talk a couple of weeks mm. ago that they could have gotten a two for him. They got a five and a six, basically, <laughs> because they were going to cut him anyway, right? Yeah. And uh, they're doing some weird things. I know we re-signed, um, we re-signed CD Lamb, right? Gallup, Gallup was five for $62 million. Um, so there's a, yeah, there's a lot going on. We don't have a kicker anymore. Um, that we told our lot. I've never heard. We told our lineman to go seek a trade. When does that happen? Yeah. Collins, (laughs) Lily Collins. If you have free agent, it's one thing, but 
Hey, go find a trade for us. I've never heard of that before. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, It depends on who you read and who you follow. Some people think uh, Hmm. it's more the minority, but some there are some that think this is a genius of the Cowboys so far. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there are a lot that feel that um, a lot of this doesn't make sense. So I guess it really depends on what you're looking into. Uh, I, you know, the, the, the whole thing with Mari Cooper, to me, this is not about Amari Cooper because I've always said, I don't think this guy plays hard every game. I really don't. Mm. And I think the Cowboys have realized that too. I think the Raiders realized that, but there's no denying that Dak Prescott's numbers are much better when Amari Cooper plays than he, yeah. when he doesn't. So to me, this is more about Dak than Amari. Like we, he can go, if it's his savings, that's fine. I, I'm not sure why he walks and Gallup gets resigned coming off an ACL injury. Um, that those are some questions that would probably need to be answered by the Cowboys. That is weird. Uh, There's not five office. years that separate them either. Yeah, it's only a couple uh, you know, of years. The, the the weird thing is, I I feel like I know Cooper puts up nice numbers when he's in there, and I I do feel like Paulie Kid. I don't know what your price tag you put on this, but I feel like when Amari Cooper scores, we have a good chance of winning. I said this. Well, on that's extra what points I mean. Early, I, and right? That's when it's, it's, when Dak plays his best ball when yeah. Amari's in the lineup, whether he's. If, you know, Amari did complain that he doesn't get the ball enough. Like, not like some of these other receivers complain. It was a little bit right. more lower key the way he mm. complained about it. But the, I do think there must be something about him that is rubbing the coaches the wrong way, rubbing teammates the wrong way. Yeah. And he is now at a pretty young age uh, on his third team. If you look at his numbers, look, his numbers aren't outstanding. That's why, to me, I think Gallup can put up those numbers. They'll draft somebody in the draft now that can become their third receiver. Um, and But it's just more about, to me, I, I think this hurts Dak um, mm-hmm. more than anybody else at, at this point. Uh, well, so and we'll they're see. telling his, one of his best linemen to go seek a trade. By the way, they well, should be telling Ezekiel Elliott, like, hey, you find a trade well, for that this guy. I don't it's understand. your damn contract exactly. that well, screwed everything exactly. up. The thing with Collins, yeah. we like Collins. But yeah. the Cowboys played better when Collins was out of the lineup this year. When yeah, Steel, see that. when Steel was in the lineup, they were significantly better on offense. So I guess if they figure, look, Cincinnati should come knocking at the door. I don't know why he's got to seek the trade out. That that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. But I do think right. if they could get, they might be able to uh, land a nice draft pick here for him. I don't know why they're not doing the legwork for it. I'd love to see it. I feel like everybody rips us off, but yeah, well, we don't have a GM, which is why we can't do the legwork. That's true. All right, let's get Harry's bragging out of the way, and then we could move on to other things. Harry picked three of the six major conference tournament winners, right? Harry, Kansas plus 260, Arizona minus 140, and Villanova plus 165. So what do you you want to say? I mean, you got half of them right. That's great, but... Actually, no, no, not, no not that much, Sal. There. Not that much because look, Villanova. You can look. Uh, Gillespie was great at the end of the game against uh, Creighton to, to seal the deal and win it. But before that, they probably really should have lost to St. John's. What a comeback that was in the second half by uh, by the uh, by the Wildcats. But the other two, Arizona's a solid team, obviously, and they were the favorite uh, at minus like one forty. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kansas, you know, Kansas is always there. So not going to brag too much here that I Good. had three out of six, but Iowa plus three ninety. Yeah, I'll nice brag. I had the biggest winner, Iowa yeah. plus three ninety. Uh, yeah. That was a fun one for sure. Uh, I liked them to go far in the tournament. We'll discuss that. All right, all right. The, the, the I mean, brothers the, went the, the for brothers six. Were, yeah, the brothers were for twelve, but whatever. <laughs> well, we didn't, we didn't take any of the favorites, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I had well, a couple dogs in there too. I had Alabama and Virginia. Yeah, and they lost. <laughs> Tennis, that's yeah. what What's that mean? Yeah. Tennis. So the big one was Virginia Tech 10 to 1, right? That was the big one that ne- neither of us got. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee was mm-hmm. plus 370. I will say Virginia Tech is a team like, well, that that's kind of what makes this a tournament exciting, right? The uh conference tournaments. That was a team that definitely played like, mm-hmm. even though some people said they were in anyway, even if mm-hmm. they had lost to Duke. My God, did they play off uh, out of their minds? Yeah. Just defend, just hustle defensively. I mean, it didn't didn't hurt that they went what uh 10 for 22 from three. Um, but teams like that did great. And then you have like Texas AM who got off the <laughs> we're losing like 14 nothing going in against Tennessee. So you never really know what you're getting with this. All right, Harry, that wasn't too bad uh, mm-hmm. with the, with the bragging. I, yeah. I'll, I'll take Good that. Good job, Harry. Good job. Yeah. yeah, yeah nice yeah. job, Harry. Do it again. <laughs> Do it in the big tournament. <laughs> Harry. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Listen, first we'll take a break and, uh, and then we'll get into bed aches. All right, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. By the way, the most horrible oh, bed ache, one that n- neither of the four of us endured, unless somebody's going to tell me something I don't know, the guy who sold Tom Brady's last, what he thought was last touchdown pass. He bought it for $518,000 at an auction hours before Brady decides to come back <laughs> hours before. Now, if this was the Sopranos involved, they would then now buy this ball <laughs> for like $10,000 and make it so that Tom Brady never played again. Right. That would, it would be a little Nancy Kerrigan, uh, kneecap action with a tire iron. That'll be that. And then all of a sudden this thing's worth $500,000 again. But uh, I was going to have an all timer with uh, middle Tennessee state. I think that was Friday. I had them. My theory was, and by the way, this one, eight and one teams that played in overtime the day before were eight and one against spread overall. in their next Mm. game, which doesn't seem right. You feel like they need to be rested. No, they all covered eight out of nine covered, but I had mid Tennessee state plus six. They were winning in regulation. They were winning in the first overtime. They're winning in the second overtime with 10 seconds left, all three of those. And then they were down, Brother Brian, what was it? They were down 11. 11. In with like, the triple overtime <laughs> with no no time. What did they? they it's like and then 20, Tennessee State, 20 seconds left or something. Oh, like my that. God. They hit like four technicals. They hit a three. <laughs> they hit a two. Yeah. And they cover that. But anyway, that can't be my uh, bad beat, my bed ache, because it won. My bed ache, I guess, is Duke. Minus 130 to win the conference championship. All they had to do is take care of Virginia Tech. They're a six-point favorite, and they go out and go four for 20 from behind the stripe. Virginia Tech, 10 for 22, and a, a thrashing. Bad job by you, Coach K. My God, you don't care about beating Carolina. You don't care about winning the ACC tournament. Yep. What do you care about anymore, Coach K? Not my money. Not my yep. money on minus 130. How dare you? Brother Bry, what's your betting? 
Well, me, my bedache in general is just college basketball. I'm really nervous uh, over these <laughs> next couple of weeks that I might mm-hmm. lose just a ton of money just based on the last couple, the way the last few days have <laughs> have uh, turned out. Because I was doing pretty well in college basketball in general. And then, you know, you mentioned, Sal, that overtime thing, right? It went eight and one, right? The yeah. team's playing the next day. I, of course, was 0 for 1 betting that. that, you had the that <laughs> we talked about that kind of Friday night, but that was yeah. a Fresno game. And that was a game they were down three with 20 or 17 seconds right. left. And then they lost by seven and it, the spread was six. Ugh. But then, then from there, things seemed to spiral out of control. I had UConn getting two and a half. You know, even though they were at one point, they were a four point dog. I had them getting it at two and a half. They lose by three. I had Colorado getting nine and a half that same night. They lose to Arizona by 10. The next day I had the next day I had Villanova over Creighton. It's not funny. Uh, by seven, that is a little bit. I had them by over seven over Creighton. They win by six. Uh, I, there was definitely more too. Uh, we had that. There was a stretch. I felt like a four or five games between a half a point or one point. I lost. So I am just extremely worried that I'm going to get killed this March Madness. I mean, I know oh, I, ne- no. I never net out. This is uh, pro- in all honesty, I probably only net in the green like a few times in these tournaments over the last 20 good years. Good for you. But yeah. uh, may, uh, maybe a few so times. So they should repossess I, your car now before I, the game yeah. doesn't start? Maybe get a by head the, start on by it? By the way, I, I did get a new lease, so I'm expecting that to happen soon. Oh, good. The, the, new, right. the, new, the new car uh, will get repossessed. <laughs> all right. Merry Christmas to, to you and everyone involved. All right, uh, Harry, what's your betting? Well, it's going to be, you know, I guess it's probably been three, four weeks in a row. So why not add to it? It's golf again um, <laughs> with the players championship in Florida uh, with all the crazy weather and the, everything being pushed back and everything. I had a bet on Scheffler to miss the cut and it meant about 160 bucks to me. Now the cut line was plus one all day on Sunday because I, like I said, because <laughs> of the weather all day long, he finished it plus two. Uh, after making a 30 footer for birdie, mind you. But aside mm-hmm. from that, still the cut line was plus two with two groups left. Uh, and Scott Piercy, of all people, Scott Piercy, who was uh, on 17, puts up a, it was minus three at the time. Two groups left. The line, the cut line is still plus one. He puts up a seven on the par, on the par three, 17 <laughs> hole. That's funny. That's pretty and funny. Then, yeah. And then puts up a bogey on 18. To, to go from minus three to plus two. And in the, the players championship, the cut line is 60, the top 65 players plus ties. It was sitting at, Scheffler was sitting at 66. But because Chris goes in the, in the last yeah. two groups, goes a, on a par three, goes for a seven and then a double and then a bogey on 18. He goes from minus three to plus two. The cut line moves to sit to, at a plus oh, 65. Jesus. So he makes the cut because of that deal with Scott Peterson at like six o'clock, uh, uh, seven o'clock local time in Florida. With, and it was dark out practically to move the cut line. And well, I, I feel like again. you're like a four year old telling me about his day. Like, really? Like, <laughs> what, hey, what, what well, happened? Well, yeah. yeah. Minus yeah. three to pl- all he has to do, just, just get a five, get a double that, bogey. I don't know. A, don't get a quadruple right. bogey. Say that. Say that, that's a pretty good one. That's a that pretty is I good. mean, right. wow. <laughs> <laughs> all day long i'm watching i'm checking i'm checking plus one plus one plus one is the cut I, line I, and then I, plus two I, I really wasn't paying attention i knew harry had told me it was like a, a it was a screw job but he didn't yeah. really explain it on the text but man that's pretty mm. bad did he no. really explain did you want me to did you done. really yeah. want me to yeah no. he saved you some all right paul i kid really? yeah not an overall terrible weekend for me uh but I, I guess you know i gotta go with my ud flyers uh my my main uh. medic uh they didn't cover for me Against UMass, so 
Uh, mm-hmm. I doubled uh, down with them uh, to uh, beat Richmond. Uh, up mm-hmm. 15 points at, uh, uh, well, at one point, had a nice 15-point lead. Um, at half, uh, Coming out of halftime, uh, their point guard comes out on crutches. they great young point guard, mm-hmm. Malachi Smith. Uh, they still had the lead, I'd say, for about 90% of that game. Uh, Richmond uh, made – look, they, they played better down the stretch and they won the game, but I guess that's it. And then, you know, on top of it, it pretty much cost them uh, the uh, the tournament. I think if they had won that Richmond game, it, it appears to be they could have lost to Davidson yesterday mm-hmm. uh, and still gotten into the tournament had they just beaten Richmond. Uh Oh, and that's so for it, sure. That's what really you know, they, 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 really, they they bring the old white guys on, whoever the committee chairman, yeah. and they, they they say they were the sixteen. Uh, and that's uh, and so, that's yeah. what I and that's what I had said last week. I thought they needed to make the finals and not win it. And uh, so I'm um, just blowing that lead. A lot of it had to do with their point guard injury, but right. that's really not an excuse when you still had a lead late with uh, other guys running the point. So yeah, because they would have had a home game, right? They would have had so they would have been in that twelve seed playing what the hell is that so they would have been what is that game now is it Wish, no it's not rutgers notre dame that's an is 11. it the is it the wyoming there's a Indi- tw- yes indiana. wyoming indiana so they would have been wyoming it would have been indiana dayton that home. would have been i'll tell you that yeah. would have been unbelievable uh for for that uh for right. that venue because you would have uh, oh, had a lot sure. of indiana fans there too as well so damn I'm sure yeah. that they were thinking the i'm sure kid. they I'm sure they were mm-hmm. thinking about that, to be honest with you. Um, that place would oh, be sold out. So. Oh, been... you think there's some tomfoolery afoot, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Look, but Dayton, look, I'm the first one to say they didn't do what they needed to do to get mm-hmm. into the tournament. That's it. That's right. it. It's their own fault. All right. It'll be back. How come, be you back. Never, how, come you never, how come you never say that about the Cowboys like that? Well, look, the, the Dayton starts the youngest group. The they Wyoming the youngest Cowboys, team. they're in. They start the youngest team in the country, Harry. They'll, they'll, know, they'll, right. they'll be you know, all right. I'm just saying. You never they'll say that right. about the Dallas Cowboys, though. Cow- you, look, you, right. you never say that. But the Cow- we saying. know what the, 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 the Cowboys. What, what am I supposed to say about the Cowboys? I don't know. I don't <laughs> what are we talking I'm, about? Nobody uh, kills the Cowboys more than me and Sal. We, we, we uh, despise them, technically. Yeah, Harry, you have a, you just go on to a different favorite team. You have a yeah, nice luxury right. of being able to do <laughs> yeah, that. We have to it. suffer with our team. Yeah. Uh, Babyface, what are you what are you what are you worried about, Harry, and the betting and the wedding or something? I, I just think we need to make sports off limit. We're gonna have to take his phone, turn off TV. I can't. I mean, we need we need full focus. I can't have my man worrying about Vander Schaffles and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> During the wedding, we're done with him. Saturday. We're done yeah. with him, Dan. Or Dunning, done. By the way. There you go. Done, Xander. Uh, makes you sick. And you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad It's a bad Bet well, brought to you by PropSwap, so. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. March Madness is here, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. It really is. Every season, Prop Swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself, like Zach from California who purchased a Tennessee championship ticket on PropSwap at 40 to 1 odds, while the sports books are only offering 25 to 1. Now, is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high. Cash out on PropSwap when the tournament starts. Cinderella stories happen every year. Don't miss out. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. Now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. This week, 
We're centered on the first round of March Madness. How many upsets will there be on Thursday and Friday of the tournament? Upsets being games with the lower seed wins over the higher seeds. We're not going by spread. So if an eight is an underdog to a nine, the nine is still the underdog and the upset. Last year, there were 10 games in the first 32 with a lower seed one. Mm -hmm. Harry, how many this year? Seven. July. We're born in July. We'll go then to seven. 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 Only seven out of 32, yeah. huh? All right. To enter, tweet us your guess at extra points pod and at prop swap using the hashtag. Hashtag extra prop. Must be following both accounts to win. Winner gets a $225 Gonzaga championship ticket. That's fun. Courtesy of prop swap. Nice. Go to PropSwap.com or download the pre the free prop swap app today. Prop swap where America buys and sells sports bets. Let's do this. Uh, oh, by the way, I should say, talk about bed, bad beats and bed aches. Hit us up um, for a one crying moment hotline. That's what it's called. Oh, right, yeah. baby oh, yes. We got yes. a new number here. Mikey Meatballs dug up a number 424-225-2726. 424-225-2726. If you've suffered a bad beat in the tournament oh, or yeah. a bed ache, or you just want to c- complain about Harry or something uh, pick he's made or any of us, 424-225-2726, one crying moment. Leave us a, uh, a nice, detailed, suffering message, and we'll get to you. We'll play it on the air, hopefully Love if it's it. good enough. So March Madness, so now here we go. So what do we have here? Gonzaga is the favorite. They're the number one overall seed, and they are the favorite to win it all, plus 300. I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. Uh, I knew without watching a game that Gonzaga was going to roll through their conference, right? They're going to win their conference tournament. They were going to probably lose once in the conference, lose once, twice, or three times during the regular season. And then you weren't going to be able to get them at plus 650. Well, I was right about that. Probably the only thing I was right about. They're 300, plus 300, three to one to win it all. Arizona, six to one. Kentucky, a two seed, plus 850. Kansas, 10 to one. Baylor, 12 to one. Auburn, 16 to one. The Duke Blue Devils, 17 to one. And then we get into 20. And above, we're going to go with our regional picks. Um, I'll go Gonzaga right out there. What is that? That's the West. Minus 140. They have the top two most outstanding player candidates and Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. They ran through their conference. Uh, They killed Texas this year. They killed UCLA. They rolled over Texas Tech. They beat San Francisco, a tournament team, three times. They beat St. Mary's two out of three. Mark Few's teams will have, I think, an easy-ish time winning three games and then dispatching of Texas Tech again. Give me Gonzaga minus 140 to win their region. Who else has Gonzaga? Brother Bry, you uh, have anything to add? Yeah, no, I have the same thing. I mean, I, I I really like them to make the Elite Eight. I mean, we all liked Arkansas coming in like before the yeah. uh, before the tournaments, but I think that's just a bad spot for Arkansas in that bracket. So, yeah, I have the same thing, too. I have them reaching the elite eight rather easily and then them them beating Texas Tech there. Uh but yeah, I don't I don't think that that region is too difficult for them, especially that, you know, that mm-hmm. top side of the bracket for sure. Harry, you're in love with Texas Tech and you think they'll come out of that West. Yeah, uh, they're plus 550. Mark Adams' teams knows how to play defense 21 times this season. They held opponents at 62 points or less. Made the championship game in 2018. They beat Gonzaga uh, number one seed uh, in the West finals that year. So, uh, give me Texas sec. Mm. All right. Parlay kid. You're giving coach K one more shot here. Plus a plus four sixty. That's unheard of to win a region. Yeah. Well, look, you know, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't uh, particularly uh, care too much for coach K. Um, uh, but just like the way, uh, I just don't, I just get a sense here, Sal, this is a talented team. They have not played well here. 
spot. Is this where we're going to say, of course, Duke won. Oh yeah. Duke. They, I mm-hmm. just get that feeling that, uh, maybe there is one last rally around the, uh, the old man here. Uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, the team plays up to its full potential and we'll look back and say, man, I should have, I should have jumped on Duke knowing that these kids would play all out for coach K and that he'd be all in on this and his assistant coaches would be all in on this. So, that's really the only reason why I'm taking. And look, uh, part of it is, is too is I do like Texas Tech. I actually have them at thirty mm-hmm. to one. I put some money on them a few weeks back to actually win the tournament. But uh, since Harry's already nabbed them, and I just Gonzaga, uh, Sal, they 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 kind of uh, scare me a little bit. I don't think they shoot the three ball well enough, uh, and mm-hmm. that could cost them a game. So let's ride with Duke. Think that they maybe step up and rally for the. Uh, for Coach K, one last time, and uh, I just I don't want to be caught great sleeping. That would be a great elite game, eight game, right? Duke and Gonzaga. That'd yeah, be, uh, best yeah I think that for, would think, uh, that side. would be. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's I'm sure that's what um, the uh, television networks are uh, rooting for, sure. for this. So. For sure. All right, let's go east. I'm going UCLA. The uh, I'm going the four seed plus six fifty. I watched mm. them all year in the Pac-12 tournament, back and forth. That was a great uh, final mm. with them. Arizona. I think they beat Akron, St. Mary's. I know yeah. Harry's high on St. Mary's. Baylor, if they're around, I think they can get picked off before uh, UCLA would even get there. And then Kentucky, Juzang, Tiger Campbell, Jaime Hawkes. Hawkes uh, double double in two of his last three games. Just makes crazy shots uh, down the stretch. Very clutch player. Um, they yeah. beat Villano- uh, Villanova, Marquette, Arizona, and USC. They split with them. And Mick Cronin just knows how to win. He took him yeah. to the, the Elite Eight. Last year, they bullied down low at Hawkes against Baylor if they get that far. And I think they're too long and athletic for Harry St. Mary's team, even though I know he has them going to the final four. But, uh, Brother Bri, you like UCLA as well. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I think I, I liked them at the beginning of the year. I mean, those odds have gone way up for them. But I think odds-wise at plus 650, I think that's the best odds for a team that yeah. still has a legit chance to win this thing. You know, they're finally – it seems like they're finally pretty much healthy. And like you said, that was a good back-and-forth battle between Arizona. Didn't necessarily – you know, mm-hmm. that would have – I mean, I actually think they still probably should have been a little bit better than a four seed um, just because you had to factor in they weren't really healthy – all year, but yeah, plus six fifty. I think to me that was the best odds I saw on the board for a Final Four team that has a legit shot of winning it. All right, uh, Harry St. Mary's all over the place. I know everybody. Yeah. They're an experienced team. I will say that, that that's good yeah. for them, and I, I think they get uh, dismissed immediately because they would play second fiddle to Gonzaga every year. But this is a different and and good, better team. It is. They are uh, 20 to one to win the region, 25 and seven this season, late February. I know maybe it was just one game, but they did beat the Zags and they just didn't beat them. They shut them down one by double digits, held them to 57 points, 36% shooting from the field. They're a very good free uh, free throw shooting team. The top two leading scorers shoot over 50%. And like I said, they slayed the dragon in Gonzaga. So that was one time they played them three times, lost them in the uh, um, West coast finals. But still, at 20 to 1, St. Mary's in the second round meets up with uh, UCLA. 13 miles separate the two schools. UCLA was a surprise last year. Everybody, UCLA is on everyone's radar this year. So maybe it's a little different situation for the Bruins. I'm taking the Gales at 20 to 1. Interesting. All right. Uh, Parley Kid, Purdue plus 550. They battled, they lost in the uh, finals to Iowa yesterday in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, Sal. And um, a lot of times for me, too, uh, I think. Picking uh, these teams, I like to 
sometimes roll with good coaches. And Matt Painter is uh, certainly mm-hmm. one of the best coaches here. Uh, underrated, if you want to say. They're one of the top players mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. No, you don't think he's underrated, Harry? No, you, I don't think he's think... I don't think he's under. What's he ever done? What? Where's he gone? Produce, produce, what's, he, well, what's he done? I mean, well, what has the St. Mary's coach done? I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm pointing Purdue out. Purdue gets a lot more recruits uh, out of no, uh, the, they, you know, in the Midwest well, than St. Mary's they, get. Yeah, but they're fighting with a lot UCLA of teams. gets all the players. That's I true. think Painter's an excellent coach, uh, mm. and uh, he's certainly um, – uh, deserves some a little bit more recognition, I think. I think he's a good coach. 27 and 7, Purdue here, Sal, one of the top players in the country. And Jaden Ivory averages 7, 5, and uh, 3 a game. Another uh, very good uh, shooting senior guard in Sasha Stefanovic uh, th- shoots 40% from three. I uh, like the fact that he's a senior, won't be phased by this. And uh, 7 4 center, Zach Eddy, or Edie, uh, if I'm pronouncing it right. A guy averages 14. Uh, Almost 15 points a game in 19 minutes of play. I'm not sure if uh, anybody else uh, here has somebody yeah. that can really go toe to toe with a, a, a man that big, uh, even though he only really plays half the game. Uh, I like Purdue. They're they're battle tested, they're rugged, uh, and they seem to have guys and uh, again a good coach, good guard play, and a big man. They could make a run here, so I'll be coming back with them later. I think they might win this whole thing. All right. Oh, interesting. All right. Let's go. Uh, the team that beat them. I'm taking big upset there in the Midwest. I have Iowa beating Wisconsin to make it to the final four in the Midwest. Um, you know, they were my team picking them in the big 10 Keegan Murray. I think he's, his stock is going to rise for the, uh, the draft. The Knicks might be looking at him. Can the Knicks even get him? What number pick will the Knicks have? Oh, he's right around like number eight now. Well, um, then the Knicks will have nine. Some- so, all right. <laughs> I get it. All right. 19 uh, points, 11 rebounds, uh, three assists in that finals game. Not surprisingly, he was uh, the tournament's most outstanding player. He's national player of the year, all American candidate. He broke, actually broke uh, the Big Ten scoring record, 103 mm. points. Uh, actually, no, that was, that was, yes, he won that. But he also, during the tournament, surpassed Luca Garza, our guy, for Iowa's all time single season scorer. So there you go, Keegan Murray. He had double-digit wins Iowa did against Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. They outplayed Purdue really thoroughly, I thought, yesterday. Fran McCaffrey's kid, Patrick, is pretty good. Ten a game. Jordan Bohannon is a nice guard. They play Richmond in the opening round. That, Darren, that's your kryptonite. The Spiders, Harry, who did they beat when we were, were we freshmen in college they when beat, they, beat they beat Syracuse? They beat Syracuse, yeah. That was a 215. Kenny right. Wood, East Hampton kid. Kenny Wood. Uh, he was bald, them. right? Yeah, he was a ball East Hampton yep. High School, Sal. Right, was there, I was there from one of the player. Hampton schools. Yeah, and that was the Derek Coleman senior year, Harry. That was his last year. Uh, I think that that was. Uh, I don't think was that Billy Owens. Billy Owens to see and see. Uh, I don't sleep. Game, right? Don't uh, sleep on Richmond. They they literally. I have, know you uh, have to say this because they well, beat your <laughs> team. You have that, to but say they it. have they have literally a lineup of guys who are all twenty like four years old. It's. Mm. They have like eighth year seniors all over that roster. Well, that's not it's crazy. Fair. It can't be. I think <laughs> Iowa benefits from upsets. I could see Kansas getting uh, knocked off before the Sweet 16, maybe even Providence. They play Wisconsin, like I said, in the Elite Eight. And my pick to win the Big Ten is going to make the Final Four, win mm. the uh, Midwest region at plus 390. Um, Harry, who do you have for this? You have LSU? LSU at 13 to 1. Kind of weird situation. With the Tigers there, with Will Wade out as head coach, and uh, because of violations, they fought, let him go. Kevin Nickelberry mm-hmm. takes over here. Uh, I think this team maybe this might be a situation 
where the team bands together. Uh, they do. They are a pretty good team. They beat Tennessee and Kentucky back to back games. Uh, I think they have a nice, nice path here too. They get Iowa State, who I don't even understand how Iowa State really got in five times. Five times uh, this team this, this mm. season, the Cyclones scored forty points in the forties or less. Two of the last three, 36 wow. against Oklahoma State, who didn't make the tournament, and 41 against, like Darren mentioned, a very good Texas Tech defensive team in the Big 12 tournament. Then they get Wisconsin, who's banged up with Johnny Davis, who didn't have a good Big Big Ten tournament. And then possibly Auburn, where mm-hmm. Auburn in their last nine is only five and four. Iowa State has some good wins, though, don't they? They beat Creighton. They beat Iowa. They beat Texas Tech once. but uh, beat Texas yeah. Tech. Boy, five times they lost to 40s. Kansas by one. Yeah, they had a they had a nice stretch earlier. Uh, you know, earlier. Right. On, they were yeah, they were really better well. early. They were yeah. better early. Kind yeah. of fell apart. Uh, all right. So there you go. With that. All right. Now, Parley kid, you have Auburn plus two sixty. They're an interesting story because everyone's talking about Tennessee. How Tennessee got screwed. Sure. And by the way, enough of it. It doesn't matter if you're a two or three seed. Don't go crazy crying about it. First of all, Tennessee. No, it doesn't you, matter. You lost to Nova. You got killed by Nova anyway. How are you going to be a, a two C? But it also doesn't matter because the two plays the three, and then you're going to play the second best, probably one seed in Arizona. So it doesn't really matter. But anyway, my point is everyone's talking about Tennessee. They forgot about Auburn, who's a two seed, and you get him at plus 260. Yeah, Sal, again, let's uh, look at the coach. Uh, they got a very good coach, as we as we know. Uh, what has 20- he ever done? <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, what has he ever done? Wins. Nothing. <laughs> cheat out, cheat out, throw his uh, assistant coaches under the butt of Tennessee and do wow. nothing there. No, this guy. Well, that's did too, that counts as something. He did too. He's this a guy scoundrel, Darren. He's a, a winner wherever he goes. He's a Builds weasel. Programs. He's a program builder. Does a great job. And here's the thing I, I, I like about this Auburn team. I mean, I know they haven't been world beaters lately, but they're 27-5. and five. In their five losses this year by combined 20 points. Mm. Okay. So what they they've lost, they've lost close games, right? So mm-hmm. 21 points to be exact. They won the difficult SEC in terms of during the, the regular season, had the best record in it. Got a 6'10 freshman in Jabari Smith, who averaged 17 and 7. They got uh Three other guys that average 11 plus, two guards that average 12 plus. And I like these guards in these type of games. Uh, they're a good overall team. They get at it. They come at you. They average close to 80 points a game, about 79 points a game. One of the top scoring teams in the country have about a 12 uh, point differential in terms of the points they give up and they get at it. So I think maybe they got some of their losses out of the way here and they get back to the team they were uh, for most for uh, 85% uh, of the season. So um, this is, this is look, Jacksonville State. The winner of Miami, uh, USC, and then most likely Wisconsin or LSU, um, at least to get to the uh, to the final eight the here. So, eight. so yeah. I, I I think that's not a really. I think they could do it. I think that's a very well, favorable. I like some too. Look for them. You yeah, like I like I like them six. too, but I do I will say the Midwest to me like I wouldn't be surprised if anything happened in this Midwest yeah. bracket, right? When you look at it, I mean anything could happen. This this I feel like if there's going to be some sleeper Cinderella team, it's coming from from this side. But you know, like Harry was saying before, Auburn hasn't necessarily been playing particularly well. But you know, 
it, it came down to them. I think, you know, whether if they won the SEC, they probably would have got a one seed, right? If they, you mm-hmm. know, lose, you know, losing early, they get the two seeds still. So there wasn't necessarily a lot for them to play for, even though, like Parley Kid was saying, they have played uh, competitively or hard pretty much in, in every game. So, you know, I think if their sl- shot selection is a little bit better, you know, their guards. The mm-hmm. guards have to shoot the three a little bit better. They've struggled they don't shooting shoot them the great. three. Yes. So they they have to shoot them a little bit better. And, and they I were tr- awful against A&M. And they were. They were. And I think. Um, they were just you know, out of that game from, from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, I, I think it's hard when you fall behind in that type of game and you don't necessarily need that game. It's right. it's hard. It, it's hard for them. But I, that's I, the whole thing. I, I do say that. Like uh, you look at the faces of the players on Baylor and Illinois and all those teams that were eliminated Wednesday or Thursday. They know they have another tournament coming up. Right. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the worst thing in the world. And by the way, did A&M go to overtime the night before? That's that's all you need to know. Of course, of course um, uh, Auburn didn't have a shot. They did, didn't they? I think that was. Well, let's see. Well, they had no? Florida, Florida, Arkansas, Auburn. Is that what it was? Oh, uh, was it? No, yeah. no. Because Ar- oh, they beat Arkansas. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, overtime. that was right. the the Never Florida mind. one yeah. was the overtime. Mm-hmm. But um, right. yeah, I, I would trust Bruce Pearl. I think though, in, in this in this region though, because like I said, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not overly impressed when I look at the teams in in, the, in this side right. here. All right. Um, West, we're split. No, not West. What the hell conference is, uh, bracket is this? This is the South bracket with Arizona uh, at the one. Uh, this is the the screwy one, or people think, with Villanova 2, Tennessee 3, and Illinois 4. This is a fun one. I'm going with, uh, I'm going with uh, Villanova. I really like this team, honestly. 19-3 in the last 22 after starting 7-4. and four. Only program in the nation to win multiple national championships since 2016. They allow just 57 points a game in the Big East tournament. You talk about yeah. big-time coaches. Boy, kid, Jay Wright. He's yeah. the man. And you get, I mean, for God's sakes, you're getting good numbers for them for a two-seed at plus 390 yeah. to make the Final Four. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think it makes sense to you either. You have them as well. Yeah, I'm on you with this, Sal. They won 10 out of the last 11 games. And Sal, as you know, Good guard play, right? They got a senior guard in Gillespie, mm-hmm. a junior guard in Moore. They both yep. average 15-plus points per game, uh, battle-tested players. And as you said, the coach and Jay Wright, uh, we've seen him get it done before. I don't think Harry's going to slam him. Uh, what has he done, Harry? So, <laughs> no, he's done uh, something. He's done stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and he runs a clean. There's not clean, too many national clean, titles to go around. He runs a clean ship here too, Darren. He runs a clean ship. How do you know about anything? <laughs> yeah. You don't know a damn yeah. thing. I, know, I, know, I know. Just like just like Jimmy B ran a, a clean ship all oh, those years. Yeah. Series, right? <laughs> clean ship. Okay. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So. So we're we're both on this. I like Nova. All I right. think this is good value for a uh, a two seed. Uh, and I, I definitely think so. This is a team that's going to the elite eight. So, um, I think they just have, they're to, like you know. a polished Duke. They like a po- Duke doesn't play defense. I mean, the Duke is like yeah. 130th in defense yeah. this last three weeks or something. Yeah. They've been terrible. They give up threes, they, you know, Villanova people might be bored by them, but they do enough offensively, great guards, like you said, and they play D I mean, uh, it's, it's a, it's a team. You might want to think about rolling to win it all. Sal. Well, we'll get to that in a second because I do have Nova actually, but uh, let's let these guys make a case for Arizona. Harry, you could start off. Yeah, I mean, look, Arizona looked fantastic in the Pac-12 tournament uh, for the most part. Close the season strong, 10 of the last 11 games, 81 points or more. Pac-12 player of the year, Benedict Matherin was fantastic in the Pac-12 tournament. 
And during the regular season center, Christian uh, uh, Coloco is tremendous down low, 63% shooter down low, gets plenty of rebounds, clogs up the middle. Arizona at plus 145. I'm taking it. I mean, their athletes are incredible on that team. They really That's, are. Uh, yeah. what, what the, uh, the joy to watch. A lot of wide open base basketball. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah, right. They are probably the most fun team to watch. And it's funny. Yeah. I tried to talk myself out of them all season. I think after I saw that first UCLA yeah. game back, but that's when, I don't know, there's a lot of COVID stuff going on around then too, mm-hmm. but they really are legit. They're a great in transition uh, they're huge. They're huge. I mean, they beat UCLA even without uh, that guy, Kirk Creesa, who it, mm-hmm. it seems like he's going to be mm-hmm. back at, at some point. You know, you know, maybe they won't need him in the first game or two. Um, but uh, to me, outside of Gonzaga, yeah. they look like they I, I don't know. To me, they look like the second best team outside, outside of yeah. Gonzaga. Creesa so. had a triple double like four games ago, too. Yeah, no, he's great. He pushes the ball. You know, he pushes the ball. He makes a lot of plays. It's great in transition. So, you know, um, I do think if he's I, I think he has to be back probably for them to make it. But I think having another well, I mean, he's probably back. He'll probably come back this week. But even if he's not back until the following week, that, that'll be huge for them. All right. So those are our regional picks. Let's pick a team to win it all. Uh, you know, it would be easy for me to go with Gonzaga. I took the easy way out and picked them before the season at plus 650. Now they're three to one. Doesn't seem like much fun. Although, like I said, Holmgren and um, and uh, Tim A. are the leaders in the clubhouse for where is it here for most outstanding player. Timmy's plus 950 Holmgren plus 950. Also, mm. so that's fun if you want to play uh, either of those or Gonzaga. But I'm going Nova, Parley kid. I'm doing it. I yeah, love the Jay like Wright it. story. I like, you know, Gillespie, two-time Big East player of the year. What did he do? Like He scored eight of his team's last 10 points yeah. on Saturday night. Just a closer. Just knows what he's doing. He and Jermaine yep. Samuels played his freshman reserves on that 2018 championship team. Yep. Lots of experience. Like you mentioned, Gillespie and Justin mm. Moore, great guard play. Their adjusted offensive efficiency is eight. Their adjusted defensive efficiency is 28th. Give me Villanova. I don't understand why they're 20 to one as a two seed. Like maybe they have a, a, a tougher run as far as two seeds go. Cause they have to go to Tennessee. If everything plays out, play against Tennessee, but 20 to one Kentucky's plus eight fifty as a two seed Villanova 20 to one. I think that's great value. And I great. think they cut down the nets in a few weeks. Uh, Parley kid, you're going Purdue. Yeah, well, look, it's not. This is, you know, we try to mix it up here a little here, so it's ironic because in real life, I have money on uh, Texas Tech, which I think we'll hear about soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also, uh, before I do like UCLA, which I think we're going to hear about soon, and I like Nova. So yeah. uh, just to make uh, switch it up a little bit, I I do think Purdue can make a run here, um, being that they have the the players at the positions. You have one of the best players in Ivy. You got a very big, pretty good big man who puts up some solid numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. Grab fourteen rebounds in like literally like eighteen minutes against Iowa. He might not be out there a lot on the court for Purdue. Uh, they got a good coach. Uh, they got a guy in uh, Stavanovic who can shoot the three ball a little bit. Uh, I just think they're battle tested. I think this Big Ten. I think, I think I, I, everybody was probably very disappointed in the Big Ten last year, right? I think they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a, a lousy conference. I think they, I think they kind of make a bit of a comeback this year. Terrible Illinois yeah. early exit, Michigan, right? right? All those. I two, think, yeah. I think they kind of make a little bit of a comeback this year. Uh, the Big Ten. So at twenty to one, again, I this is why I think I think your call on Villanova I like uh, better than my call here 
But I think this this Purdue team is gonna. I think they're gonna make a, a deep run and um, give me a chance here. All right, brother Bry, UCLA, fun to watch, and one of my Final Four teams, and you're picking yep. them to win it all. Yeah, I mean, I'm sticking with this. I mean, this is this is based on value, right? Again, uh-huh. I said this on the final with right. the Final Four too. I think the fact that you're getting them to win it at 35 to one. Like, yeah, they're finally healthy. Yeah. If they can come out hot, I think in the first game and they can carry that over the next few games, I, I think they have a legit shot. You know, and and you said it before with Cronin at this time of year, you know, I I I trust him in these big type of games. You know, and last year we saw it was weird, right? Nobody was expecting what the Pac-12 did last year. Now finally, right. the Pac-12 is getting some respect with some of the teams that they have here. Um, because I do think UCLA, Arizona, even USC, I think is USC is pretty good. Uh, as well, but well, it'll I think, probably be a reversal last year, right? Now that we said yeah. all this, the Big Ten mm-hmm. was terrible. They'll be good. U- USC and UCLA will suffer uh, early. Yeah, guess, it's funny I, because Big Ten is yeah, Big Ten's kind of faded, right? I feel like the yeah. oh, down the stretch. I mean, nobody's nobody took a and yet they have nine teams in. Yeah. 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 Uh, but UCLA, yeah, I mean, you, you know, these teams aren't going to get scared. They don't look scared at all, UCLA. And they, they no. you know, they took Gonzaga to the limit, lost to them this year, but uh, took them to the limit uh, in the tournament yep. last year when they seemed to be overmatched going in. All right, Harry, hit us with the Texas Tech stuff. Yeah, Texas Tech at 25 to 1. Battle tested, like I said, made the championship a couple of years back in 2019. They beat Tennessee this year, they swept Baylor and Texas. Uh, beat Kansas on their home floor, lost to Kansas in Lawrence in double overtime. They're pretty deep. Last four games, they've had four different leading scores. Give me the Red Raiders, 25 to 1. All right, there you go. We're going to get to our Sweet 16 value picks in a second. It's all on Fandle. And yes, also on Fandle, you bet $5, you get 150 bucks. You start your bracket with a bang. Fandle Sportsbook's giving new customers $150 Instant bonus guaranteed. That's right. You'll get 150 bucks in bonus site credit. All you have to do is place your first bet of $5 or more. How you bet the brackets up to you. You could choose from the money line totals, prop bets, and so much more. Plus with cash out the balls in your court. So you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. Join Fandle today with promo code against all odds. Then you can place your $5 bet to score 150 bucks in bonus site credit guaranteed. That's promo code against all odds on the Fandle Sportsbook app. Let's quickly get to them. By the way, we are going to go over 21 games with Tate oh, Frazier oh, oh. tomorrow. 21. No, and we're going to save a few for Friday night, but 21, the first 21 with Tate tomorrow. But in the meantime, let's go over. Uh, FanDuel has a thing with the Sweet 16. Which team will make it? Which team won't? Value picks, obviously, the Arizonas to make the Sweet 16s and the and the Gonzagas, they're going to be big money, minus 800, minus 850, whatever. But Good value pick. I think Houston Cougars at plus 116 to make the Sweet 16. They crushed their tournament. They won by an average of 17. They beat Joel's Hofstra team during the year. They play UAB (laughs) and maybe Illinois, though lots of people think they could lose to Chattanooga. But the Cougars, either way, on a top 12 offensive and defensive efficiency team, according to Ken Palm. I get Calvin, Kelvin Sampson's team gets it done. I think they're solid. They're underrated. Uh, Plus 116 Houston. Yes. To make the Sweet 16, Harry. Uh, at plus 250, I'm going to ride the Gales, St. Mary's. Again, like I said, they know what they have to do here. They, they did it against Gonzaga. They beat them. They shut them down. Um, and it's going to be a fun game if they if they win and then UCLA wins. Like I said, 13 minutes away from the UCLA campus to the St. Mary's campuses. Uh, that should be a very fun game. And a lot of people will be on UCLA. I can see that. But taking and riding with the Gales as an underdog here, I love it. 
Boy, everyone pushing St. Mary's into that. Like, they're definitely going to beat Indiana if Indiana beats Wyoming. Like, that, are they even going to be favored? Mm. Uh, Indiana played tough in the Big Ten Conference. I'm not. I'm not just uh, listen. They, they were. That's what probably pushed them into this uh, in this playing game. But still, I like the St. Mary's team overall. I All like right. the defense that they can do. And Indiana, a lot of times, had some nice games this season, but didn't show up a lot either. Bry, did you find a Sweet Sixteen team? Who do you like? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going. Yeah, I mean, you asked for value. I'm going like right. real, real value here. I'm going to go with South Dakota State at plus Ooh. 880. Um, you know, even in this first matchup with with the number four team, Providence, they're only plus 116 to win this game. So that means that, you know, against an Iowa team, they would probably right now, that means they'd probably be like plus 350. Yeah. But, you know, I don't I don't trust this Providence team at all. You know, I I I'd like them early on, but, you know. They they kind of fell apart down the stretch, and the fact that they were they were kind of lucky to win some of those games that they had in overtime. So everything was close. Uh, South Dakota State has won twenty one straight games. You know they beat Oral Roberts twice this season. They they shot forty five percent from three. Uh, mm-hmm. So a lot of different guys. I think they were the second best scoring team in the country. Um, so I kind of I like those odds. You're getting plus eight eighty, and meanwhile they're plus they're plus one sixteen for a first round matchup. So. Um, I mm. thought those were pretty good odds for that. Oh, man. Well, if that happens, there's an excellent chance I'm picking from the cap of consequences. Because that would mean <laughs> Iowa is knocked out uh, early. All right. Uh, I like Parley it, kid. I like it. What do you like, Parley Kid? Well, I like, again, I like some of the things you guys are saying. Um, I, you know, Sal, Matt, uh, you guys can tell me what the odds are. What do we have on Davison, Sal? Uh... Because I'll, I'll maybe ride with an A10 school. Davidson, a yes, is plus 680. Mm. Plus 680. You got to do it. You said it. You already uh, said let's it. Let's ride with Davidson then, Sal. Uh, A10 tested. Um, and they have a Long Island coach, Sal. The guy's from uh, guy's a lifer there in Davidson. Oh, what a, has he ever done? And he's a Long Island guy. <laughs> Built a powerhouse <laughs> in Davidson. Let's go. Let's start with them, Sal. Let's let's go. All with right, them. there you go. So they'd have to beat Duke. That would be fun. That'd well, be fun. And, I, and I have Duke, but that, well, I'm kind of hedging my bet there. All right, there you so. go. Yeah, that's a decent enough hedge. You're just saying that Duke won't lose to uh, Gonzaga. I know, but they could beat David. All right, yeah, I like it. Plus six eighty for Davidson. Uh, St. Mary's for Harry. I'm I'm taking a plus one sixteen and brother Bry South Dakota State. That would be a big upset if they get to the. Uh, Sweet 16. Hey, go to extrapoints.com slash arcade. Join our bracket contest. Uh, win a thousand dollars. Go in there. You know what? This is not one of those things where you get you get you're on an email list you with a with a friend you went to college with. You barely spoke to him, but he's running a pool. It's like, oh Jesus, why are you sending me this every year after year after donate ten dollars? This isn't that. This is free. You get mm-hmm. in there, extrapoints.com slash arcade, get a thousand dollars and as far as the staff goes, the talent here, oh, cap of consequences. So, Harry, Ooh. I don't know. You're taking some long, big swings with uh, Texas Tech, St. Mary's, Zona, and LSU in your Final Four. Are you ready to put your money where your mouth is? I kind of am. I'm ready. All right. There you go. That's well, it. Even though I don't think in all these years of gambling for 40 years since age 9, 10, I've and never hit – I've four, never hit – I've, I've never hit a bracket contest in my entire it. life. Never. I believe it. Too many upsets. Always too many upsets. Why are you picking all the upsets? Didn't Harry say he would also be back in uh, Jamie's pool this year? Are you going to be back? Are you going to do that? 
Oh, I'll do it this year. Last year sucked because of COVID. I said that. That's what I said. I'll do it this year. I don't think All that's right. what you said. You said you have too much going on or something. You nah, said something. Nah. With, I, said now I, that, I was out of everyone's contest last year because of COVID. I said, it's too many shit. Too much shit's going to happen. I'm out. <laughs> what shit happened? In the team of, it was Gonzaga against Baylor in the finals. Nah, like, how how still, crazy is that? We were worried about teams not being able to play, and it just sucked. So I was like, right. this year I'm oh, back well, in. I'm back t- in. Jamie's pool, not that anyone could join this because it's a private pool, but you pick oh, Jamie, a I'm team, in. a pick, you pick it, you tell them, you email them. You pick, uh, you, Thursday, you pick a winner. Uh, you have to pick two, right, Bri? You pick two winners Thursday, yeah. two winners Friday, then you can't pick those teams the rest of the way. And if you win that, you have to pick one a day for every game for every, for every day that there's basketball played, you pick one winner the rest of the way. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. People buy back in, but I hit up uh bracket uh, on extra points.com slash arcade. Also our Cinderella contest. If you're a student in a 12, 13, 14, 15 seed in the men's tournament, we'd like to give you tuition money. Hit us up at extra points pod, do that. And then, Oh, we have that phone number one crying moment. 424-225-2726. And then we got Tate Frazier tomorrow, guys. We're going to go yes. over 21 oh, yeah. games. The first 21 games, you're going to pick seven each. We're going to fly through these, give you winners for Thursday, Friday. Going to be a lot of fun. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs. For Babyface Joel Solomon, the degenerate trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na